everyone, and welcome back to the MedBullet Step 1 podcast. In today's episode, we cover the topic of hepatitis E virus found under the microbiology section at medbullets.com. Let's begin with a clinical snapshot. A 28-year-old woman is brought by her husband to the emergency department with nausea, malaise, pruritus, and severe abdominal pain. Her symptoms began yesterday and have since worsened. Her husband reports that she appears yellow and has been mildly confused. She is currently pregnant at 29 weeks gestation and recently immigrated from India to the United States. Physical examination demonstrates a jaundiced woman with scleral icterus. She is oriented to person but not to place or time. There is tenderness to palpation in the right upper quadrant of the abdomen with hepatomegaly. Laboratory testing is significant for elevated alanine and aspartate aminotransferases and anti-HEV IgM antibodies. This is a case of hepatitis E virus. Hepatitis E virus is an orthohepivirus from the family Hepiviridae, a non-enveloped, single-stranded, positive-sense RNA virus that has an icosahedral capsid. It causes clinically apparent hepatitis in India, Asia, Africa, and Central America. It is transmitted fecal-orally and waterborne secondary to fecal contamination. Pathogenesis is not clear but is believed to be immune-mediated. The prognosis is that it is usually self-limited in acute infection but can be fatal in pregnant women. The highest risk is in the third trimester, leading to fulminant hepatic failure. Symptoms include nausea and vomiting, abdominal pain, and anorexia. Physical exam includes scleral icterus, jaundice, and hepatomegaly. Serologic testing demonstrates the presence of anti-HEV antibodies and elevated aminotransferases. Differential diagnoses include hepatitis A infection, which would include the presence of anti-hepatitis A antibodies in serologic testing, hepatitis B infection, which would have the presence of anti-hepatitis B antibodies in serological testing, and hepatitis C infection, which would have the presence of anti-hepatitis C antibodies in serological testing. Treatment is conservative, and supportive management is indicated as the mainstay of treatment. Complications include fulminant hepatic failure in pregnancy. Now that we've discussed the major points relating to hepatitis E virus, let's walk through a question to apply what we've learned and get a sense of how the topic might be tested. For this question, consider the following clinical scenario. A 32-year-old man presents to the emergency department with fever, weight loss, and right upper quadrant pain. He says that he started experiencing nausea and fatigue after he returned from a honeymoon trip to Asia with his wife. Notably, she is five months pregnant with their first child. On presentation, his temperature is 100.8 Fahrenheit, blood pressure is 118 over 79, pulse is 81 per minute, and respirations are 14 per minute. Physical exam reveals a jaundiced patient with a palpable liver edge as well as splenomegaly. Labs are sent in order to confirm the diagnosis. After confirmation, the patient's wife is immediately tested as well because she is at a much higher risk of fatal complications from this infection. The organism that is most likely responsible for this patient's symptoms has which of the following structures? Choice 1, enveloped DSDNA virus. Choice 2, enveloped negative sense RNA virus. Choice 3, enveloped positive sense RNA virus. Choice 4, non-enveloped positive sense RNA hepivirus. Choice 5, non-enveloped positive sense RNA picornavirus. The correct answer is choice 4, non-enveloped positive sense RNA hepivirus. This patient with jaundice, hepatosplenomegaly, and fever most likely has hepatitis E, given the increased mortality rate in pregnant women. Hepatitis E is a non-enveloped, positive-sense RNA hepivirus. Hepatitis E is a cause of acute hepatitis that is transmitted in a fecal-oral manner. 
It is not commonly found in the United States, however, it is endemic to parts of Asia, Africa, and South America. Notably, the virus causes far more severe complications such as fulminant hepatitis, hepatic failure, and death in pregnant women compared to the general population. This characteristic is distinct from hepatitis A, which causes acute hepatitis but has no association with pregnancy. Let's also discuss why the other choices are incorrect. Choice 1. Hepatitis B is an enveloped, double-stranded DNA virus that can cause an acute hepatitis that may progress to chronic hepatitis. However, it does not have a significantly higher risk of fatal complications in pregnant women. Choice 2. Hepatitis D is an enveloped, negative-sense RNA virus that is defective in the absence of hepatitis B superinfection. It does not have an association with pregnancy. Choice 3. Hepatitis C is an enveloped, positive-sense RNA virus that causes chronic hepatitis rather than acute hepatitis and is not exacerbated by pregnancy. Choice 5. Hepatitis A is a non-enveloped, positive-sense RNA picornavirus that causes acute hepatitis. However, it does not have a significantly higher risk of fatal complications in pregnant women. Finally, a bullet summary. Hepatitis E can cause much more severe or even fatal complications in pregnant women. That's all for this review about hepatitis E virus. We hope that was helpful. This is the MedBullets Step 1 podcast, a daily audio review session from MedBullets, the free learning and collaboration community for medical student education. As a reminder, you can follow along with these podcast episodes by reviewing the topics directly on MedBullets.com. You can listen to these episodes on the MedBullets website or phone app while reading through the topic. If the MedBullets podcast has been valuable to you, we would be thrilled if you would consider leaving us a five-star rating and writing us a review on Apple Podcasts. It will help us spread the word and increase our discoverability tremendously. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you all tomorrow right here on the MedBullets Step 1 podcast.